Good morning. Welcome to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger here on 97.7 FM, 1450 AM, WAOV Vincennes, and 97.3 FM in Washington. Our first guest this morning, Vincennes Park Superintendent Chris Moore. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Well, it's been a while since you've been on. Yeah, it has. You've been busy. I know you have a lot of things going on and a lot of things going on in the parks and uh, before we get to what's going on, let's kind of go back a little bit, Chris. Uh, the full year of the pool. Yes. Okay. Every time I went by Rainbow Beach, it was packed. Number one, the weather cooperated a lot, didn't it? It sure did, yeah. Okay. But number two, what would you say about the whole thing? It was great. We had uh, a little bit higher than average attendance this year. It was right at 27,000 uh, tickets we sold there. So that's is that that's, I, I'm not familiar with numbers. So yeah. okay, is that that's a good number then? Yeah, we used it around 26, but it was a little bit higher this year. It was a great weather definitely played a role. So okay, well, what else? I mean, well, I mean, why do you think people are coming out? It's a nice pool. I mean, is it just that's the reason why? Or? Well, it's got something for everybody, really. I mean, you got the slides, you got a dive pool, and you got an area for little kids, which is great because okay. we do the tot time in the mornings for you know parents will bring their kids in there where there's not a big crowd and they can mm -hmm. splish splash and they're not quite in school yet so it's a good place to give them some exercise too so well the thing is i don't know that people realize how much it takes to maintain a pool i mean we just assume that open the doors there's water where i jump in have a good time it takes a lot of work to operate a pool doesn't it and it, above all it takes a lot of money it, it does it does um we, we start about a month, month and a half prior to opening is when we start actually getting the stuff in the pump house done, uh, all the water lines or everything de-winterized because there's no heat in any of those facilities in the winter. So we have to, you know, take all the valves apart and, you know, flush the lines and all that. So, but uh, it, it's well worth it when you see the, the result. Good. So, I mean, no complaints from the park department on that. So. Okay, good. I really, like I said, I... Uh just impressed by everything you guys do there. Uh, I would think the other big part would be getting lifeguards. That's not easy. <laughs> it's not, but I mean, we pay a, a decent wage, and believe it or not, a lot of we get a lot of lifeguards every year just because it's they they love the job, and we have a lot of repeats. Folks come back several years in a row. So, okay, good, good. All right. So anyway, that's uh, kind of in the rearview mirror. Uh, you've had a lot of events at Greg Park. Uh, one area that I do want to hit a lot, and it's just, I know people know it's popular, but I don't know if they know the extent is the pickleball courts, because I went by there last night, and uh, 6.30 or so, thereabouts, it was packed, packed, yes. Yes. no courts available. I mean, I just went by, like, I'm just, I'm blown away. I know it's a popular sport around the country, but how much Vincennes has really taken into this? Oh, it's 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 huge. That thing's always busy, and it, it's so busy they actually have started a pickleball club in Vincennes that you can sign up for. Uh, it's the the scanner, uh, the barcodes on the the signage we're putting up. If anybody's interested in signing up, but we had to, they actually created a court rotation system. It's so busy. Really? Yeah, they have a paddle rack, and you put your paddle in there, and when the the game's finished, the next person grabs a paddle and they rotate in. That's how 
busy the pickleball courts are there now is there any now out of four lakes is there going to be courts there or is that going to be a tennis court or is there going to be no courts? well we're trying to i'm thinking in my mind it's going to be a multi-purpose court it'll be tennis and pickleball because you it's just based on lineage well you know what i saw that and a, and i was going through a brochure uh for down in florida uh like a condo place or whatever and i noticed that like those courts, they look pickleball, but they also look tennis. Multi-purpose. So I guess... Yeah, I mean, that's my vision for it, but we'll see how it goes. That's going to be a future project, but... Yeah, but I mean, it's just... It is kind of neat, though, isn't it? Yeah, because I mean, there's a lot of folks that really still want to play tennis here, and there's not a lot of opportunities to play. Oh, Lincoln. So, <laughs> yeah. That's about it. But anyway, um, okay, well, anyway, that's just, that's just kind of good to know that those options are there. All right. Okay, now we've kind of talked about in the past. Anything else before we move forward? I mean, that you like to touch base on? I mean, I, I know that uh, you've had a lot of events in Greg Park, which is the place to have an event. Uh, but, uh, I mean, we're getting closer to that band shell. I, I know we are. Yes. Yep, continuing on. Uh, we're, we got a... We got a ways to go, but we're gonna get there. Oh, but boy, so. it's got to get there. <laughs> we're using that band shell, folks. I mean, and if you've ever been there to see, I've done things there at the band shell. I know behind that area, the electrical is not great. No, and that's that's gonna be a big portion of it. Structurally, that could be fixed. Electrical will take some work. So. Yes, we've done a little bit of work to it recently. We we added an outlet that can handle modern electricity. Things for actual bands when they come to play in the park for events. Okay. So we we got good power for them. So okay, all right. We're we're we're, we're chipping away at it. So. That, that's a good word. Well, don't chip it where you can't use it. <laughs> well, good, good. Again, I'm, I think people know I'm a proponent of that because I just think that was just that Greg Park is just phenomenal. It's got something for everybody. It really does. But so do all the other parks. That leads me to the next area, Chris, the skate park. Where are we at on that? Well, we, we launched the campaign. Uh, we didn't meet our goal, but we're not deterred. We're moving forward. The, the mayor has worked with the finance folks, and we're gonna, we're, we found a fund, and we're going to fund that thing. Uh, right now, I'm waiting on the construction drawings to come back from the designer, and then we're going to launch this thing out for bid. We're going to move. We're going to get that thing done. Yeah, it's going to be done. There's no doubt. But it just seems like now people got to really, really understand that that is our true city park i mean neighborhood park it is i mean there's just nothing against chicago or greg or four lakes but lester square is a true neighborhood park it sure is surrounded <laughs> my so the things that go in there are important because we want our kids to enjoy that park yes and be safe but uh, again i don't know much about skating but if it if the youth are wanting it and, it and they enjoy it and they upkeep it, it's worth it. it, it, it and, and this new park will have something for every any kind of wheeled, cell, uh, human-powered wheeled uh, vehicle. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be wild. And it's going to really make that area look better. Okay. Because right now it's a little bit dated, so we'll, we're oh. going to get that fixed up. Okay. All right. Now, I've asked my questions. Where do you want to go? All right. Out at Four Lakes, uh, if – you ever go by there here recently you'll see some playground equipment going in um we're getting a new play area in there it's called Kristen's place um it's gonna have uh it's all-inclusive ada compliant 
uh, and it's going to have uh, swings and a play area, and it's going to have some interactive uh, features uh, like uh, some music drums and things. Uh, but that started going in last week, and I anticipated it to be done by the end of this week. So that's a that's a great addition of Four Lakes because out there all we had was a splash pad and uh, some old swings. So a new play area is going to be great. Um, the the young rotary leaders with Chelsea Harrington they really spearheaded that uh, yeah. playground and the, the community got behind it and they I, I, they made their goal so uh, all these things are going to be completed and it's going to be a welcome addition. Those people are driven. They are really those young rotary leaders, man. <laughs> you give a project, man, they get it done. Oh yeah, it's great. And like I said, what a what a great addition to Four Lakes. Uh, out in Chicago Park, uh, there's a lot of you'll notice a lot of work going on. The softball field, instead of being a grass softball field, it's actually going to be a, a real softball field. Uh, we just had it graded and all the. This grass is out of Chicago. Out. Yeah, Chicago okay. Park. Uh, new bases. There's a we're putting in a backdrop fence. It's going to be really nice. Uh, the basketball court was just resealed, and we put up new goals. So that's really nice. And this is all done with community uh, volunteers. Uh, we got a guy, Chris Hussey, that came and proposed it because he actually coaches softball on the side. And he said that everybody likes to use that for practice, but it could be better. So mm. uh, a lot of community support in Chicago Park to make things uh, better out there as well and more functional. So Okay. And the last thing I got is the, the ever-popular Witches on Bikes is coming back. Uh, October 28th at 2 p.m. in Greg Park. That's where we'll start. Um, if anybody's interested in that, then go to Get Me Registered slash Vincennes Witches on Bikes. It's uh, $25 a witch. And that ride, was, it blew up last year. So mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Proceeds of it are still going to go to some of the parks and then some to the uh, Breast Cancer Center uh, over at Good Sam. So I think that's a worthy cause, being at awareness month as well and then they got a you guess it there's a witch's pickleball tournament to follow the ride so <laughs> pickleball is involved in just about everything like we were talking about earlier so but that's always a good time it is you know what i mean it's just it was amazing to see all these people first of all first of all how can they ride a bike in those costumes <laughs> i mean <laughs> i couldn't do it no, me either. I think there was a couple. A couple of them had technical difficulties at first, but they figured out how to keep the flowing stuff out of the the wheels. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like wow. I mean, it's that part got to me. I think more than any. But I mean, how organized and all these witches on bikes. Then I I think they did allow some warlocks to get in there too but i yes. mean it's it's witches though baby let me tell you <laughs> it is and i think we're gonna see a lot more warlocks this year but because it was a uh, definitely and a little trick-or-treating thing afterwards it was you know free for the kids to come out was also it was a great yeah wow when is that again october 28th okay okay we'll probably have them on here before that happens that'd be great i mean it's just wow halloween just around the corner it is wow Okay, uh, real quickly before we uh, wrap it up, the uh, the parks now. I mean, it seems like there's something going on in every park. You know, um, are you amazed? I mean, you've been here a couple of years now, right? Yeah. Are, are you amazed how much we embrace our parks? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, every time I go to any park to do anything, we was putting the equipment in last week. I was watching the contractors at Four Lakes. There was three people out there fishing. You know, everything that's available in all the parks, somebody's using it. And that's what amazed me. Even a horseshoe pit. You figure that's kind of an old sport. There's always someone out there playing with the horseshoes. And that kind of, I was like, everything we have, someone's using it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the public definitely loves it. Okay. I can say it's, uh, it's, I'm just blown away by all the attention we put toward parks because they're being used. That's why we put the attention toward them. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's the, you know, it's, you know, we hear that word quality of life, but you know what? It is so huge, especially like Vincennes where we think, you know, it's a, it's a family type town. I mean, let's face it. Absolutely. You know I mean? And so I, I think you guys are doing a great job. Keep up the good work. Chris, it was good seeing you again. A lot going on. I know you're a busy man. And it's only going to get busier with the holidays coming up. That's true. All righty. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. right, Stay tuned. More of the morning chat coming up on WAOV. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Welcome back to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger here on 97.7 FM, 1450 AM, WAOV Vincennes, 97.3 FM in Washington. Our next guest, Haley Mincy, she's from Pace Action Agency. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so what do you do at Pace? I am the CSBG coordinator, which um, stands for Community Services Block Grant. Um, It is a grant that kind of covers all of our other grants if for some reason their funding can't cover something. Okay, all right. Now, give me some examples. Um, Let's say Head Start, our Head Start program, if we've expended our money by the end of the grant from the Head Start grant, then the CSBG grant can kind of cover their remaining expenses. I see, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so. So you're just kind of, you're the bank. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Haley's bank. Yeah. Do you run around saying that to people? Uh, no, not You really. should. <laughs> you know, hey, hey, just, just whisper and say, Haley's bank. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, um, has, has this job, has it evolved over the years? I mean, has it, do they seem to increase more and more what you do? Um, yes. So I will say I started in 2020 so right when COVID hit and so the CSBG actually got um, additional funding with the CARES Act and so my job kind of pertained to covering all of the COVID CARES Act stuff that PACE did. All right okay so now this individual development account account yes all right what is this um individual development account or our ida program is a matched savings account that helps you purchase an asset so for every dollar you save the state will match you three dollars up to fifteen hundred dollars so you'll save 
$1,500 and the state will match you $4,500 and then you have $6,000 to purchase an asset. Um, and an asset purchase is buying a house, buying a car, um, a home repair if you're a homeowner, um, small business startup or expansion, and uh, post-secondary education. Okay, quite a bit. Yes, yes. So do you think people realize you're out there? Uh, no, I don't. We don't get a lot of applications for it. Okay, so then maybe that's why I need to talk more <laughs> about this. Okay, yes. all right. Now, a lot of times programs that pays are income-based. Yes. Is this an income-based? Yes. Um, it is, you have to be, your household has to be at 200% of the federal poverty guidelines. That doesn't help me much because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Those numbers are. Um, that information is always found on our website, but let me give an example for a household of four. Um, your annual income, let me look it up because I do not have that memorized. Um she is looking it up <laughs> yes so 200 percent for a household of four um your annual income has to be fifty five thousand five hundred dollars or less okay all right i see all right so there are guidelines yes okay if you think you qualify mm -hmm. but aren't sure contact you yes um so i will give you more we do have more um qualifications that you have to fit you do have to be an indiana state resident um you have to have earned income so you do have to have a job with income now do you have to live in the areas that you serve so pace actually serves knox davies sullivan and um right. green county but for the ida program you can actually be any Indiana resident in any county. Really? Yes. Um, That's just different from all the other programs. Yes, that is different than all the other programs. So there are other IDA um, programs throughout Indiana, but we all have limited spots available um, each program year. And so if the place in your area doesn't have a spot open, you can apply with PACE. Okay. All right. Okay. You've given us some great examples, mm -hmm. okay? But what about uh, these? Is this something that once you've been established, what you're, you're in, or is it something that every year that you have to apply again and again? Or we do have to apply every well, year. But you know what, though, in your defense, Haley, most programs at Pace you have to anyway, because yes. the rollover effect doesn't happen. Yes, um, with the I so. So PACE has to apply for new grants every year, and we can get um, a certain amount of spots. If you qualify for the IDA program, you actually can only be a part of the program once your entire life. Um, let, me, let me think. Um, so it, the people in your household can only be part of the program once. So if you apply for the IDA account, and someone in your household has already received the IDA savings program, you won't qualify. All right. Now, you uh, mentioned the 200% poverty level, okay? Mm -hmm. All right. A family of four, 55,000 mm -hmm. or whatever, okay? If one of those individuals is unable to work because of a disability or 
Does that even matter? As long as the person applying has earned income, it does not matter. Even though they might be collecting disability, that's mm-hmm. not earned income? Correct. All right. I guess in. Okay. Yes. That's it. That question just hit me. I mean, like, I'm not trying to poke holes <laughs> in your program. No, But I'm yes. just trying to think of examples where maybe somebody says, well, I am not eligible for this. Yes, you are. Yes. Unf- unfortunately, with, with the IDA program, um, if you don't, have earned income you will not qualify but if you start the program with earned income and then before you get your savings and you no longer have earned income you won't be kicked off all right okay so um what if you're laid off that it doesn't matter as long as you started with earned income it you will still be able to be part of the program all right okay well you answered a lot of questions <laughs> now i bet during COVID this was a challenge for you yes um so during COVID, there was actually a lot of issues um with people unable to save money and normally after that happens they could get kicked out of the program but with COVID, we had a lot of Um, special circumstances where we could get approval for them to delay saving or they even could switch grant years all right okay so where can I get more information on this at Um, you can go to our website at www.pacecaa.org or you can email me hmincy m-i-n-c-e-y at pacecaa.org or you can always give me a call. Our PACE phone number is 812-882-7927. My extension is 1208. Is there a limit on the amount that you can get? Yes. So you can only, the state will only match you $4,500. So you save $1,500 and the state will match you $4,500. But if you save more than $1,500, you are limited to that $4,500. So you could potentially save more than that and end up with more than $6,000, but the state will not match you more than that. This has got to be a challenge for you. It, it is. It can be, yes. Because I think on the surface, this is a great idea. Oh, my goodness. If you qualify, you should be calling Haley every day. You should be <laughs> trying to get something established and going. Yes. Without a doubt. But, again, there are qualifications, and some people, well... Have the old, and I know this for a fact, I don't qualify, I'm not going to waste my time. Mm-hmm. How do you know you don't? Exactly, yes. You know, how, you know, she threw a number and like, well, I make more than that. But let's see, there might be circumstances around that. I mean, you know, you're going to go through all of this. All right, now, do you go through like bills and stuff as well or? Um, No, not really. We do ask, like, if you own or rent your home, how many vehicles you have, and um, that kind of thing. But, no, we don't go over bills. We just go over um, household size and income level. I mean, you're trying to help people. Yes. That's what I mean. She's got money. (laughs) She's bank. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Come on. And a lot of people um, think it's a scam because we're basically saying we're giving you free money for you saving money. And a lot of people think it's... It's a scam. I was telling my son about it, that he should apply for his um, college courses. And he's, he kept saying, 
why would anyone give me three dollars just because I saved a dollar? And I'm and I'm like, that's the program. It's to help people. Well, well, it's, I'm glad you brought that up. There are circumstances we don't think about mm-hmm. out there that may qualify for this. Yes, and, and it just takes a little bit of imagination. Yes, yes. God, college is a good one. That's, yes, that 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 is. What about somebody who's who's retired? Well, they wouldn't qualify because they don't have earned income. So okay. unless they are married to someone who has earned income, then their spouse could apply. Okay, there you go. Yes. All right, see, little questions like that. I've just hit Haley up with a dozen questions. <laughs> okay, and I'm sure one of those questions, if you're listening, you would have thought of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, this is not a scam, it's PACE. I know where they are. <laughs> I can see their building. I yes. mean, I mean, it's not, it's not a scam. Yes. Okay. But do you think it's just, it's all about education. And that's one thing about PACE is you guys are all about education. Yes. With the IDA program, we actually do have a financial education part that goes with it. So um, you're required to do eight hours of financial education with this program. And that could be anything from learning about interest rates or different types of loans or building your credit. All right. If anybody has any questions, how can I get more information? You can visit our website, www.pacecaa.org, or you can email me at hmincey, M-I-N-C-E-Y, at pacecaa.org, or you can call us, 812-882-7927, and my extension is 1208. Fist bump. Good Fist job. Bump. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you, Haley. Appreciate it. Thank you it. very much. All right. Stay tuned. More of the morning chat coming up on WAOV.